This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time now to go beyond the headlines. And for the next two hours, go where every sports fan wants to go. Behind the scenes and into the practice facilities, locker rooms, coaches' offices, and press boxes to get the info before anyone else. This is the ESPN 1320 Insiders. What holidays? Two hours. We're working, baby. More like four hours. Yeah, we're punting two hours into Narnia. We're doing four today. No, we're commandeering the radio. They said, hey, do you guys want to do shows over Christmas? I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I got nothing going on. I said, James, you want to do shows? And you said, whatever you want to do, man. I said, all right, well, if you're leaving it up to me, we're doing shows. And D'Lo and KC aren't going to be here so we're just gonna do two more hours. Okay. Yeah, we'd said we're gonna take their two hours. There's pirate radio. We'll we'll see how it how it goes. We'll, we'll see, see if it. the brakes even work. I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna have to turn off automation and do all this other stuff. Kyle's gonna have to like just wheel this chair into the elevator, wheel me out to the parking lot when we're done here, and just dump me in the car. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a hundred percent what's gonna happen. We already have we already have a walker set up for you. If you're unfamiliar, James has the back of a much older man. I do. <laughs> but what else James has today, if you're not watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash ESPN1320, twitch.tv slash ESPN1320. James Ham is wearing a flannel, everybody. It is flannel ham today. And boy, I got to tell you, it looks great. Damn it, Kyle. I, dude, and you know, it's comfortable. I can tell you, it matches your PBR hat. It is comfortable. Yeah. I like it. I, it it's comfy. Good. It's, it's warm. I, you know what? Even if you never wear this flannel again, this is what this is a flannel I got you for Christmas. If you, if, yep. you missed, if you missed last week's show to close the week, I got James a flannel. Even if you never wear it again, this is worth it for me. You've given it a try. You've tried it on. You've worn it for a day. You didn't do the shirt underneath with the flannel unbuttoned. That's the way I do it. You went full, you know, buttoned, not all the way to the top, but just one button. I, I love this for you. I love that you're really going for it. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. Hey, like, look, when we do a bit, I, I'm all in. Like, people are like, oh, you know, like, James won't wear, uh, like, something no, like pretty... a fedora or a Santa hat. Oh, no, I'm in. I was pretty confident you would you would at least give it a shot. Oh, yeah. Because you didn't, it, you didn't have a good reason to not like flannel. You were more just like, I've associated flannel with the 4-H club. <laughs> and and just never really to to me the way the way you explained it it came across to me like it was just never something you'd really ever considered. Yeah, I, I think like when I was getting ready this ready this morning, I, I did not have a belt buckle that would make sense with this outfit, and I also I I almost went and like looked for 
like one of those round tins of, of bubble gum. Mm. Uh, so I could I could get yeah. like the ring going in in my jeans, like yeah, the, for sure. The like the little uh, like a dip can, the the skull, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the dip can, yeah. You nope. should have just you should have just bought some dip. There you go, yeah, and just kind of faked it. Yeehaw. Just grab your water bottle every once in a while and yeah. spit into it. <laughs> that would so be gross, awkward. Dude. That's so gross. <laughs> it's nasty. Uh, There's people walking around in high school with dip bottles in their back pockets. Like, all right, cool, it, man. It's funny, yeah. I uh, I associate that smell with my grandfather. My grandfather chewed, and sure. uh, and he passed away when I was young, when mm-hmm. I was five. But it's like the smell of he smelled of black coffee, and and dip. What yeah. a man! Yeah, that is the man's scent. Oh, he black was a, coffee and dip. He was a he was a <laughs> construction worker. He you know worked with his hand. He was rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, uh, black coffee and dip. Jiffy Lou is what I'm calling it. Yeah, that's that's the name of that. Well, and that's what I thought of. <laughs> like your uh, Love Hard movie, yeah, which is always an uh, inappropriate way to title a movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, the guy makes candles that smell like like people, like well, or things, things right? that he associates with his life. Yes, exactly. So he has like his his grandfather candle. Had right. like some menthol. It had chewing tobacco. It had yeah. like like that, gasoline. Yeah. Oh yeah. From his lawnmower or, or whatever oil. It was. Yeah, yeah, oil or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it reminded me Jiffy of that. Jiffy is what I'm calling it. Yeah, thousand percent. That's right. Shout out. Yeah, I um. Yeah, black coffee and dip. It's a good man scent. Yeah. Good. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the ultimate uh, masculine scent. All right. We're going to talk plenty about the holidays. We got four hours today. We get to actually stretch our legs. And, like, it was weird. It was weird prepping this show because we have so much to get to from the weekend. The Kings played three games since we've been gone. The 49ers played a game, uh, maybe their worst game of the year since we've been gone. We'll talk about that. The Raiders went into Kansas City and they beat the Chiefs despite not completing a pass in the second half. <laughs> Incredible. We've got that to get to. We have so much to dive into, but uh, we'll actually get to have a little fun today. And there's a ton of stuff to talk about from the weekend. A uh, spoiler alert: I got a record player from my wife for Christmas. Ooh! And I got to tell you, it's you, a game changer for me. Are you all in? Yeah, no, I am. I really am. I and and again, we'll 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 get to the we'll get to the Kings. We'll get to the Forty ers We'll get to the Raiders. Are coming up, but I've wanted a record player for a while. So my buddy Kyle, not me, I have a friend named Kyle. He has a record player, and when we go to his house and we hang out and we're playing games, he'll walk over and he'll throw a record on. And when you first throw that record on, and there's that that scratch and the fuzz at the beginning while it catches the uh, while it catches the the first song, yep. it's like oh, that song sounds that that sound is great. Like it's just like a all time uh, d- d- on the Mount Rushmore of sounds for me, I think. And then he goes over and he yeah, yeah like flip it to the B side, and it just like the the way the music sounds, it just oh, it's great. And I've wanted one for a long time, but I always thought a record player had to be the whole like shebang. Oh, like it had to be like on on a whole shelf, and it's, and I'm going. We just don't have room for that in our house. So if we ever move into a bigger house, then I'll look into a record player. Well, she got me one that fits in a in a bookshelf in our front room, and uh, man, I went vinyl shopping yesterday. Hmm. Yikes! Turns out vinyl's expensive if well, you get some new stuff. So I got to hit some thrift stores. You I'm gonna go raid stores. my dad. My dad's getting rid of a bunch of his vinyl. I'm gonna go raid that. Okay. FYI, dad. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm coming over. Kyle's coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, there's something about so, and, and I don't want this to sound because like the free Odyssey app, right? Yeah. You 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 download the Odyssey app, and the, just the music world is at your fingertips. You can just whatever you want. You you want Green Day. You want uh, Taylor Swift. You want Kendrick Lamar. Whatever you can think of, they've got it for you, right? There's something about the physical media of like sliding a record sleeve out of the or sliding a record out of the sleeve and then pulling it out of the sleeve that's in the in the yep. carton box thing. I don't know the terminology. I just started this. There's just something about it that's just a little bit different. And it's really, really nice. I Shout totally, out to physical media. I, I totally agree. There there are sounds like we talked about the smells. There are sounds of your life that that you just a lot of it has gone away. So, you know, of course the, the C D replaced the record player right. uh or the cassette. Were you uh, were you around for the record era? You weren't, right? No, no, not really. Uh, well, I mean like when I was a kid we had one of the small record players that we had like uh like Peter and the Wolf. We had uh Oh okay. Like Star Wars theme song. Sure. So we would sit there and just play the Star Wars theme song again and again. Who and then you us? flip it over and had like one of the other like almost disco songs from like one of the cantinas. It was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, no. I, I mean, I definitely was around for for uh, cassettes, and then you know uh, CDs came on. And when they a CD, the the beautiful thing about it was it was so clear and so crisp, and you didn't have that hum. Mm-hmm. I I miss that. I I miss walking into a room and knowing that a TV's on. The the low hum, <clears throat> yeah, of a glass tube. Oh, yeah. That you can hear. You know, you walk in a room like, oh, TV's on. Yeah. <laughs> now, now there's nights where we'll like our TV will just sleep. Oh yeah. And we'll forget to turn it off because you just can't. Yeah, I mean, it's off. just everything's so quiet. My yeah. my wife has noise machines. I can't deal with them. It because I I'm you know I've I've gone to too many concerts, too much noise. I I have like a a bunch of tones that I can't hear. And when she puts on a noise machine, it wipes out all my hearing. Like I can't hear the TV. Like I can hear little bits here and there. Yeah. But like the low tones is where I hear. And then she wipes them out with like a white noise machine. I'm like, all right, you better be coming to bed. Don't just come in and turn on your noise machine and then go get ready for leave. bed. No, you get in here. You better be coming to bed if that's what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um. Yeah, man. Sound machine for work was, or sound machine for sleep was a... Was a key move for your boy. Yeah, get some ocean waves going. All right, it's like I'm sleeping in a in, I, a, t- in a tiny ocean cottage when really I'm just in the middle of suburbia. <laughs> I have uh, I have a record player. I have a lot of records. Um, like I got one, a really nice one, a couple of years ago for my wife mm-hmm. for Christmas, and um, we'd had another record player. But now, like the the key to to buying records, just mm-hmm. go yard selling. Yeah. You can go get like yeah. all the good stuff for like three bucks or two yeah. bucks, five bucks. Yeah. Or like a 10 for 20 bucks. You're like, okay. Yeah. I'll find 10. I'll, I'll have, I'll, I'll grab a Neil Diamond. I'll grab right. a Beach Boys. Just, yeah. Right. That's, that's my, yeah. that's going to be my next move. Cause like I said, I did, I did Target and Barnes and Noble yesterday because I knew they had vinyl. Yeah. I was going to go to a record store, but it was closed. So I just wanted a nice little collection to start. So I got like yeah. a, I got Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. It's my, favorite Kendrick album okay um maybe my favorite rap album ever uh so I got I got that 
Uh, I got an Elton John like best of of course collection. Uh, it's really cool. It's the sheer blue discs. Oh, uh, or di- not discs, but I don't even know what you call it. Like, what do you call it? I don't know. Well, vinyl like record. Vinyl, vinyl. record. Yeah. Record. Thank you. Record. Um, I got a Tina Turner greatest hits. Ooh, obviously. Uh, for my wife got me a Disney one, like their Disney 100. It's like a bunch of songs from over the years okay. in chronological order. Really cool. And then she got me Disney the Satchmo way, which is Louis Armstrong doing Disney songs. Oh, incredible. Wow. It is unbelievable. So that's, that that's kind of what I'm, what I'm working with so far and Blackpink K-pop, obviously. You get your K-pop. That, they, that, that just seems I wasn't, strange. That wasn't. I wasn't gonna. Pl- I wasn't planning on it. I, it. It was just there, and I'm like, okay, well, I gotta. Well, yeah, I gotta knock there it that. Is. Like, <laughs> I, I have to buy that. <laughs> but no, I think. I think now, like you said, yard sales. I know there's a couple of uh, like consignment thrift stores that that sells LPs for. I'm sure we could just put it months. out here in the chatty house, and like people will drop by with like boxes of records. Yeah, stop records. Doing records. Yeah, just yeah. bring them to call here. Fire away. Let me know. All right. We we blew through that segment just talking about nothing. Yeah, we did. I got, I, dude. I got. <laughs> I wanted to get. I like Post Malone. They had two Post Malone records at one of the stores I was at. It's like fifty dollars. Oh, I'm out. No. I don't like it that much. I no. still pay for a music app. I can. I can still get the music. <laughs> but can you play the music through your through your no, record player? No, no, I can't. Oh, okay. but Post Malone's not one I need that sound. I don't need that sound. Mm-hmm. My dad hooked me up with a. Um, it's called Finley's Heroes, and it's from the 1972 World Series, the the first World Series he had okay. won in Oakland. And it is Monty Moore, the radio broadcaster, like narrating the season. Mm. And then there's like radio calls and all this. I can't I can't wait to throw it on. Okay. It's going to sound incredible. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Anyways, vinyls. If you got vinyls. thoughts on vinyls, 916-909-1320 there it is. is the number. <laughs> Uh, physical media it's great all right we got to dive into a long weekend for the kings they beat the suns then they lost to the timberwolves and what the hell happened last night against the trailblazers we also got to figure out what the hell happened to the 49ers on christmas night at levi stadium when they lost to the ravens 33 to 19 and the raiders go knocking off the chiefs 20 to 14 despite not completing a pass in the second half we love to see it super fun game lots to talk about we're here for four hours we're rocking with you until two o'clock that's james ham i'm kyle mads and we're the insiders and we are sponsored by jiffy lube here on espn 1320 sacramento sports leader now back to the insiders with james ham and kyle madsen brought to you by jiffy lube on espn 1320 yeah, if you got good spots to buy vinyl, let me know. 916-909-1320, or you can hit the YouTube chat, or the Chatty House on YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com slash ESPN1320, twitch.tv slash ESPN1320 if you want to hang out with us. Appreciate everybody uh, kicking it with us today. Kind of a weird week. So Monday was Christmas, Tuesday we were off, and now James and I are in 10 to 2 each day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, can we say who our special guest is going to be tomorrow? Um, yeah, I think so. Like, I don't you, think he I'll has let, any problems. I'll let you take that. Yeah, uh, the legendary Jerry Jerry Reynolds is going to drop by and hang out with us for an hour tomorrow. Can't wait, dude. From 11 to noon. Um, yeah, we don't live, it, he doesn't live that far from us here at the Jerry's studio. The and, uh, so yeah, Jerry Reynolds is going to come in and hang out for like an hour with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't we, wait for that. So. You know, I I know you gave Faraz Siddiqui the week off, but we should probably call Faraz because 
Uh, James is in the Super Bowl, and I, oh, okay. I, I might well, need you know. If if not for us, we will we will get a Fantasy Friday segment in for sure. Okay, cool. we will do that just for you and anybody else in our in our chatty house who happens to be uh, in their title game. If you are, congrats. That's right. Um, we do also, we have this breaking news that uh, oh. Nuggets forward Aaron Gordon suffered lacerations to his face and hands resulting from a dog bite on Christmas Day. Team says he's in good condition and will remain away from the team while he recovers. That's wild. That's wild. I need to know everything about this story. Was it his dog? Was it a friend's dog? That's a good question. Was he at a dog park? Like He played a basketball game at... 12:30 mountain time. Oh, yesterday? Or the, didn't he say on Christmas? Oh, on Christmas. You said oh. you said yeah, Aaron, yeah. Aaron Gordon of the Nuggets, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not losing my mind. Okay. No. So, at 12:30 on Christmas Day. Oh. So, he probably got to the arena what, 9:30? And he oh, was yeah. he played in the game, so it had to be after the game. So, that game's over about 3. He's home by 5. Home by If he's close. Home by home by, by 4:30 or 5. I don't that I I don't know. I need to know. I got to know. Yeah. I That's, need to know all the details here. And I hope he's okay. Yeah, I, I do too. It, it, it's tough. Like, we, we've had a little behavioral issue with our Corgi lately, and she's been a little squirrely, uh, like, getting into, like, starting skirmishes with our other two dogs. And, hmm. and so our Golden, like, he doesn't know what's going on, but he'll defend himself. And then our Pug, he thinks, he literally thinks he's Scrappy-Doo. He <laughs> just, like, he just tries to get in on in there and, like, fight with whoever is fighting. He's got no teeth. He just smashes his head into people. He doesn't care. Just getting after it. Got that dog in him? He, he does. <laughs> he, that oh. also happens if he finds like a backpack with food in it and you like, you look over and he's in someone's backpack. You're like, okay, who brought a backpack with food in it? And then, <laughs> and then it's on. Like he will, he will try to kill you before you, you get that backpack away from him. Sounds like me. Yeah. Honestly. You got snacks in your bag. I'm coming, bro. That's right. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about the Jair Brown thing. Uh, not Jair Brown, but Jair Alexander thing. Yeah. Uh, we can get to that in a moment. We need to get to your six quick thoughts on last night's game, though, uh, for the Sacramento Kings. And reading through your six thoughts, I have an additional thought today. Oh. So I'm going to add a a seventh quick thought to six quick thoughts today, if it's all the same to you. Okay, that's okay, fine great. with me. All right, great. Thought number one. Thought number one. Feed the big man. Blazers had zero answers for Demonis Monis, especially with DeAndre Ayton sitting out. Sabonis fell short of his third straight triple-double, which is wild, uh, but he managed to post a season-high 34 points to go with 12 rebounds, five assists. Man, Sabonis was good. He was good from, like, the, the beginning of the game. They just He just kept going, uh, like, bull rush right to the rim, and they had no answer. The problem was... Every time he would score two, they'd go down the other end and Portland would get three and you were falling behind because they were scoring three while you scored two. Yeah, not not a recipe to win a lot of games. No. Is is trading three for two. That's bad math. Um, yeah, no, he definitely... I don't think Moses Brown is it. Oh, no, Moses Brown. My man was struggling. <laughs> like... <laughs> Moses Brown has been around the league for a couple of years. Uh-huh. I don't know how. Like, really, I mean, I feel for him because he's one of those super tall, uncoordinated guys. Actually, Jerry Reynolds always says, are you uh, 
a tall guy who plays basketball or a basketball player who's tall. Mm, yeah. He seems a like a tall, tall guy that plays basketball. Yeah, 14 minutes last night. He got one shot off and missed it. He missed both of his free throws. He did pull down 11 rebounds, including mm-hmm. five offensive boards, had a steal and a block, but three fouls, a turnover, and just not an effective player. No. I mean, just, at one point, he clubbed one of the Kings, and it was like, oh, that's yeah, that's kind of standard for him. I think it was Keegan. He hit uh, – no, no. He knocked Herder. Herder. He knocked the yeah. headband right off his head. No Man. call. Man. Yeah, I just uh, not a good not a good basketball player, and Domas took advantage. Uh, yes, number two, the other guy, uh, Sabonis beat up the Blazers in the post, and De'Aaron Fox ran circles around them on the perimeter. He finished with forty three points, eight rebounds on the loss. Uh, the Fox and Ox battered the Blazers. The rest of the team, not so much. Kyle, yeah, tough tough go for the rest of the team. I mean, I don't know what else to say about De'Aaron Fox at this point. I, I don't – the dude's the best player on the court on nine nights out of ten. I, yeah, it's it's probably more like 98 out of 100. Sure. Yeah. I, I, he's – I mean, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> 43-8-4, goes 7-15 from three. Kept that from – like it That's wasn't – it, was it was not good. They, they lost by 17, but it could have really gotten ugly there in uh, – in uh, – in the later stage of that game if he hadn't started knocking down shots. Yeah. I mean, the seven threes is a uh, a record. He also, over the weekend, set a franchise record for the most assists in in the Sacramento era. He surpassed Mike Bibby. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. It feels like, I know De'Aaron's been, this is what, his seventh season? Something like that. Seventh year. It feels so much shorter than that. It does. The fact that he's already the franchise leader in assists feels crazy to me. You know, Kyle, there's something too. You know, first of all, we give a Jiffy Lube gift certificate away to every during every single one of our mm-hmm. uh, at following every game. So we have three to give away today. Mm-hmm. Um, but it when I do my six quick thoughts, I write them on my laptop. I send, I email them to myself, mm-hmm. and then I copy them from my uh, from my email into a tweet on my phone because that's really the only way to do threads like that Mm -hmm. and i i label them what game number it is uh we're already at game number 29 that was game number 29 last night like this king season like what in the world is going by so fast so yeah And, and he's been so good in all in almost all of them i think we can pick out like three games where he scored like 14 to 15 points and mm-hmm. wasn't great. Yeah. Everything else has been like 25 and up. Man. That's been good. Been really good. All right, let's rip through these last ones. Number three. Uh, not himself. Malik Monk missed last, uh, the team's last game with a sore foot and looked a little off in this one. He struggled with the perimeter shot going one to seven from uh, deep for seven points. He did a nice job setting up his teammates for four assists. All those assists though, Kyle, came in the first half. Yeah. Just did not look like himself, and especially when they went away from JaVale McGee and tried other things, uh, that kind of took away the weapon that was Malik Monk. This is going to be a theme of today's show, number four. The best of the rest, question mark. Harrison Barnes didn't do anything special, but at least he hit a couple of shots and grabbed a couple of boards. Uh, Barnes finished with nine points, four rebounds, and a steal. Kings needed more, but there there were worse performances. I'm not sure who this says more about. 
Harrison Barnes, and that, yeah, nine points, couple boards, nice game from Harrison. Or that that is considered a nice game in the scope of whatever the non-Fox and Sabonis Kings were doing last night. Pretty number brutal. five. Uh, number five, Kagan Marie had a tough night. Boy, play, play in front of his twin brother, and I think his parents. I think I heard on the broadcast his parents drove from Sacramento to Portland. That's bold. I, I kind of dig that though. I dig that that for you driving up through Northern California and then up through Oregon. That's a good. Beautiful. That's a good Christmassy vibe. Yeah, dig it. Uh, the Kings' young forward couldn't buy a bucket. He went two of eleven from the field, five points, four rebounds on the loss. They just needed him to step up, and he mm-hmm. just didn't have it. It's Chris Murray, the Keegan Murray stopper. We'll talk about that next. Number six. Number six, another cold night. Kevin Herter hit a three early, which is usually a good sign, which I tweeted about. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else, not named De'Aaron Fox and Modest Modus, Herter couldn't find his game. He finished with five points on two of eight from the field. E- yeah. I don't. Even we need to, to have a bigger discussion about Kevin Herter because my man's nightly cardio sessions need to be discussed at greater length then we've talked about them. Well, it's a good thing they gave us four hours today to discuss things like Kevin Herner's struggles. Damn right. All right. Seventh? Seventh. Seventh, uh, sixth quick thought. <laughs> six quick thought. Six quick thought, number seven. <laughs> Where was the Kings defense last night? Oh, no, they took the night off. What is happening here? I don't, like, I get everything... That that we're going to talk about with uh, with regard to last night's game, a lot of it has to do with like, dude, it was Demonis Sabonis, bucket, De'Aaron Fox, bucket, nothing from anyone else. In the second half, the Kings made six three pointers. De'Aaron Fox had four of them. Oof. They made nineteen total buckets in the second half. Fox and Sabonis had twelve of them. The, it, like I get all of that. The fact that the Blazers with nine, the Blazers, no DeAndre Ayton, no um, Shaden Sharp. Oh, yeah. Had 115 points with nine and a half minutes to go. Oof. They should not be scoring 115, period. Yeah. That they were there with nine and a half minutes left. They score 130. In a game that okay, if the Kings are if the Kings get better offensive performances from from Keegan and Malik Monk or, or whoever pick 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 a couple players and they win it one thirty seven one thirty that's not necessarily better. No, I so I I want that's that was the big thing for me last night was Deuce Mason on on the post game show. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with him. He said it was unserious basketball. I think that phrase gets overused a lot, especially by me. But that's what that was last night. That wasn't a team that was checked. They just, that was a playoff contender playing down to its opponent. And you cannot have that. No, I totally agree. It was really Especially bad. to start a three-game road trip. It was really, really bad. All right. The Kings weren't the only ones with a bad loss over the weekend. The 49ers also dropped a clunker at Levi Stadium on Christmas. We will talk about that. And was that clunking noise Brock Purdy hitting his head on the ceiling? We'll tell you next on ESPN 1320 Sacramento Sports Leader. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Matson, brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN thirteen twenty. Hey, dang right, we're hanging out with you till two o'clock today. No D'Lo and KC this week, so it's just me and James, the Insiders. Weird, weird vibe in the office. There's nobody here. <laughs> I know, and and someone brought in what they described as a fruit cake, but it wasn't a fruit cake. It was cake with fruit. Right, yeah, Which very, is very totally different. different. Yeah, not it, it is a, it's like a sponge cake, with like I think there, I think I saw apple in there and maybe strawberry. Oh, see, I didn't get that far. Uh, so, so yeah, it's a, it looks delicious. I have not had any. I think that was courtesy of of Lauren. Okay. Um, here in the office, yeah, we have we have Lauren here today. I think John, one of the sales guys here, and then I think that's it. Kevin from 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 the wake up call is here. Oh yeah, but Kevin the intern. Kevin the intern. And it's just you and you and me. Yeah. Hanging out. It's a little quiet. Yeah. I mean, I think there are a couple, like one person. I think Stephanie's here. Yes. And I think JC is Another salesperson. Another yeah. salesperson. Okay. A few salespeople in. Yeah. Shout I out to was, them. Yeah. Shout out to them for showing yeah. up this week. Yeah. No, we, we appreciate it. I was I was really confident that when we came in today, it was just going to be you and me. I thought so too. I and thought- I was going to make a joke that like, dude, we should bring donuts and just text it like the, the we, have a, Friday. we have a- <laughs> like G chat thing where we can chat everybody in the office. Be like, hey, we got donuts. But now we could actually do that. Like now we might actually bring donuts on Friday since there's actually people here. Oh. I'm gonna take a tally and figure out who's in on Friday before I do that though. Okay. That's I'm not I'm not dropping twenty three dollars on a dozen donuts and then having you and me sitting here eating them. No, that wouldn't be healthy. I can wow. give you two donuts. I can do two donuts before the self loathing really like takes over and I can't eat anymore. But I've gotten to an age where I don't care, but <laughs> but I definitely like if I if I have two donuts, then I have to have two cups of coffee because I like to dip my donuts in the coffee, and then next thing I know, I'm literally like cornholio, like yes. <laughs> just dialed. <laughs> I can't stop. Like uh, uh, yeah. All right, let's get to lazy before we go in on. Uh, All right, going on the 49ers. Let's see how do I do this? Here we go. All right, that's on lazy. Let's go, bro. Ham and Kyle, what's up with my two brothers? What's up, man? Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, first things first, I hope you and Ham had a good holiday. Hope you guys got a lot of good gifts. Uh, we're going rapid fire, Kyle. Hey, first things first, 
There's a great vinyl shop in Midtown. It's called Rocket Records. Great location, great records. Go check great. it out. My man. Uh, also, uh, Beer Bonks and Bentleys by Post Malone is a classic album, so you can find out Post Really earlier. strong. Also, there's Niners talk about to happen. All I'm going to say is fly equals fly. Uh, there's that. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Lizzie. <laughs> no, uh, Lizzie, Lizzie's the best. No, I'm just messing with him. Um, I could have turned him down. I didn't have to dump him. I was messing. Whatever. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Um, okay, Rocket Records. I got that down. Um, Beamers and Bentleys. It's a f- fine Post Malone album for sure. Uh, yeah, we got to talk Niners. 49ers lose to the Ravens 33-19 to in a game that was not as close as the final score indicated. Uh, Brock Purdy, four interceptions. Uh, Lamar Jackson was awesome. Uh, the 49ers still the number one seed. We'll talk about uh, all of that coming up a little bit later. What what was your what was your vibe coming out of Monday? Because I've got two separate, I've got my two timelines of thought. I okay. I think my first vibe is like to feel for someone, right? So I think that when you're when you're the final pick in the NBA and the NFL draft, right, and you're like this this great story, and you get all the way deep into a season where you're just having this magical year, and and everyone is raving about you except for the haters, and the haters keep saying that you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. And then you get to this moment where it's just sitting there. And if you win this game, you can silence everyone. And not only silence everyone, but you likely can walk away with the NFL's MVP award. And this isn't given away to to lightly. This is like the award of awards. And you're in your second year as a the final pick in the draft. And I felt for Brock Purdy because... When things started to spin out, he just lost a little bit of his of his edge. And he's got to go through this in order to prove that he's a quarterback that that his numbers say he is. Yep. But you can't have a game like that. And and I think, you know, some of the things that happened there weren't his fault. Sure. But that doesn't change that in all honesty, but- one player pretty much cost you a game. Yeah, I so I, I'm glad you brought up the the not his fault aspect of this. Yeah. Here's where I land because there was a lot of talk after that game and in the immediate aftermath and then the then the days after of like, oh, this the fluky interception was the was the the phrasing I kept seeing. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal, man. First of all, when you're the quarterback and you throw an interception, yeah, you threw a pick. I, I we didn't we Dak Prescott last year led the league in interceptions in like twelve games. But there were so many of them that were off his receiver's hands, receiver fell down, what we would call fluky interceptions. But nobody goes back through, you're going to remember, hey, that was Brock Purdy's four-interception game. So dead the the whole fluky interception thing. Here's the other part of it. Do you know how many throws he's gotten away with this year that should have probably been intercepted that didn't? Yep. The touchdown to Brandon Ayuk against Jacksonville comes to mind where he rolls left and then throws a very ill-advised pass back to the middle of the field where two defenders are standing, but one of the defenders got confused on where the ball was going to, and it allowed Brandon Ayuk to sneak up to grab it. There has been there was one against the Giants in Week 3 where I think it bounced off of Debo Samuel up into the air and Ronnie Bell caught it for a first down mm-hmm. 
instead of it being there have been he's had so many plays rolling right throwing it back into the middle of the field where where like that's an interceptable throw that just didn't get caught so i i i think all those things kind of over the course of a year wind up evening out and i'm not so i'm not going to say oh it was fluky the four the four well does that mean the ravens are going to intercept brock purdy four times if they play in the super bowl no probably not like that's just not how turnovers work you get some luck, you don't at times. But at the end, at the end of all of this, the problem is the the first one he did not. That that was a poor read. That's a poor throw. You saw a safety over on that side of the field with nothing. There was no route in his area except Debo. So you're throwing that ball into harm's way. That's oh, on the that's on the court. He right? didn't even see him. Didn't see him. Didn't that's, see him at all. And that's honestly one of the things that Brock Purdy's been really good at. Yeah, is seeing that defender and pulling it down. So okay, that's his fault. The one to George Kittle that got batted up in the air where he tried to fit it again, rolling right, throw it back left, trying to that's a bad throw. Yep. You cannot do that and expect good things to happen all the time. There's a reason you were taught not to do that. That happens. The one that got batted in the air, that's a great the the second one that got batted in the air and Marlon Humphrey came down with it. Like that's that's a good play by the defender. Um, I don't know if Purdy sold the fake enough because that's supposed to get the defender to crash down on McCaffrey. Whatever. Tough play, but you got to throw bat in the air. You just, <laughs> that's, that's, that yeah. happens. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> Patrick I Mahomes on the season has 14 picks. At least like nine of those are strictly Kadarius Tony mm-hmm. catching a ball and throwing <laughs> it to the opposition. <laughs> right. Like giving, catching a ball and doing a handoff to an opposition. Like here, let me put this up on a platter. So some defensive player, but it doesn't matter. He's still got 14 picks. Mm -hmm. Like, and one of them this weekend was egregious. Really bad. Yeah. We'll talk about the Raiders in a bit. Raiders beat the Chiefs 20 to 14 and maybe the most fun game of the year. But so I don't, you can, you can have two, two different minds on this game. And this is, this is where I land. The 49ers in no uncertain terms, got kicked in the teeth repeatedly by the Ravens. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. You don't need to defend Brock Purdy's honor by going, oh, actually, the third interception, he was getting hit as he threw. Yeah, he should have stepped up through the pocket or bought time by moving back. Like That's just not good. That's that's not quality quarterbacking. Yep. It happens sometimes, man. It doesn't mean Brock Purdy sucks. It doesn't mean that the 49ers can't win the Super Bowl now. It doesn't mean that they can't go to Washington and beat the Commanders by three touchdowns. It doesn't mean that they can't clinch the one seed in Week 18 with a win over the Rams. Like, that's all still there. I'm still picking the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. Like, I, if, like that's, that's fine. But they also got smoked at home in primetime. Yes. It doesn't have to be more. You can acknowledge that they got crushed like i said 33 to 19 did not indicate the way that game went but you can also go you know what hey that's one game bad time for a bad game and hopefully you know you see the ravens again in february get another shot on them yeah i i mean when you really break it down this is a game that like we'll forget about eventually and we'll move on to the next one Sure. And it'll just be a blip. And then this will be played out a million times over if somehow you play Baltimore in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And if that's the case, sure. But I will say that there is this residual thing. It's that Brock Purdy still hasn't proven he can win the big game. That's it. He hasn't shown that he can bring a team back from behind. 
yeah. that that he can he can be the comeback quarterback. And yep. sometimes that's because like some of these young quarterbacks who have you know twelve come from behind victories. Mm-hmm. It's because their team sucks. They're behind a lot. They're behind all the time, mm-hmm. and so they have these opportunities to come back. Well, Brock Purdy hasn't really been in that situation. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of like it. Kind of feels a little bit like the Kings this season. Like last mm-hmm. season, it was a bunch of games where it was super close, right? And they'd win by one or they win by two, and they were so good in one and two point games. Mm-hmm. They were one of the best teams in the league, and you're like, okay, this is really good because it's sort of a, a proving ground for mm-hmm. what's going to happen later. It's showing you how to win, and and there's always this thing in the NBA where you know you have to learn how to compete to open a season. Once you learn how to compete, you have to learn how to close out games. Right. Want, you know, be competitive late in games, and then you have to learn how to win games. Mm-hmm. The Kings somehow skipped a step and just started winning these tight ball games. Mm-hmm. We get to this season, there are no tight ball games. Mm-hmm. Either they blow someone out or they get blown out. Right. There are like three close games all season long. The rest of them are throwaways, and it it feels like early season basketball. Like, and I'm not used to that because the mm-hmm. Kings usually aren't good enough to have early season basketball where you either thump someone or you lay an egg for a game. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because you're still six games over 500 or five right. games over 500 and you're plugging. But that's kind of the way the 49er season's gone. They have killed so many teams. Mm-hmm. And then they had these three games where they just were bad. Mm-hmm. And one of them was close and he still got him within field goal range to win a game. Right. And then, you know, you had like one blowout, but that's what it kind of feels like. It feels like they haven't really been tested. And Purdy hasn't been put in this situation to go out and win games because that's not who the Niners are. They're way better than almost every team in the league or maybe every team in the league, except for Baltimore this week. And Mm -hmm. so, like, I don't know how he can get those reps in crunch time, Mm -hmm. but that's the one thing that I think is still going to hang over the 49ers head. I agree. Do you have a quarterback that if you're down in a big game, can he come back and beat somebody? And we yeah. don't know the answer. I I am in lockstep there. They were down 16 to 12 at halftime. They're now 0 3 this year when they're trailing at halftime. Yeah, it's weird. It's and and 16 to 12, it was 30 to 12 less than 4 minutes into the half. Because they went 3 and out, Ravens go down and score, uh, interception, Ravens go down and score. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It, it just bang bang ball game over at that point like coming back from 18 down that's tough against any team but baltimore is i mean now the best team in the league that is you're not overcoming an 18 point deficit on them at least not 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 in that situation so i um no i i'm i'm totally with you this is still a i don't want to call it a problem but I, I guess it is because the Niners have a problem where I, I, I reject. I don't reject. I push back on the Shanahan's 0-38 when his team's down by eight or more going into the fourth quarter. Yep. Mike Sando put a whole thing together on Twitter that like teams just don't typically win those games. Like the highest winning percentage in those games since Kyle Shanahan took over as a head coach in 2017 is like, like 210. It just doesn't happen. And a lot of those games were probably huge blowouts, particularly in 2017 and 2018 and 2020. Mm-hmm. But that they've won zero is a problem. That in every situation that they've been in this year, where it has been, hey, you need to come back. You need to get a stop. You need to put a drive together and score. Then you need another stop. Then you need to put another drive together and score. 
they've not been able to do that. They can't put it all together. And I don't put it all on the quarterback. Sun- Monday was on the quarterback. But when you go look at the Vikings game, he threw a couple interceptions late. Brock did a couple of bad ones for sure. And that's not okay. Mm-hmm. But they had other opportunities in that game. Like Purdy was not the main issue in that game. There are other things. Chris McCaffrey fumbled in the in the red zone. Jake Moody missed a field goal. Steve Wilkes called a ridiculous blitz at the end of the half. Like all these things kind of went wrong, went sideways mm-hmm. for the Niners. The Bengals just kicked the crap out of them. The Niners actually moved the ball in that game, but again, a couple of turnovers from from Purdy and things kind of get out of hand. Monday was the first time I went, oh, like I don't know if they can throw their way back into a game. That's a problem. That is a huge problem. And and the Ravens are a different and this is this is where like the Ravens are a different beast. And I I, I said it on this show, I said it on my podcast, I, I wrote about it. I thought the Niners were going to struggle in this game because of what the Ravens can do defensively with what they do in the front and then what they do with their athleticism in the second level with their linebackers. Kyle Hamilton is maybe the best safety in the league. They're really good. The problem is for the 49ers, if you're going, okay, well, they could do that against a team that's not the Ravens. Well, you might meet that team in February. Your goal is to win a Super Bowl. Nobody can be off the table in terms of like, okay, well, that's just a bad matchup. Well, okay. You got to figure it out. So I, I'm I'm with you. That is still a box they need to check when you talk about best team and oh where they rank in DVOA and all this and that. That's great. You can put up all these numbers, but what do you do in crunch time down by three with a minute and a half to go in a playoff game? Yeah. Where you have to put the ball in the air. What, how do you respond? So how Brock Purdy bounces back this week, short week, cross-country flight, 10 a.m. start against Washington, I think it would speak volumes if he bounces back and plays well. But then you have to do it in week 18, and then you got to go do it in the playoffs. What if you fall behind against Washington? Like, there's still a lot of questions to answer about Brock Purdy. I'm not going to say that necessarily he has hit a ceiling or like, oh, he's gotten figured out. I'm not there. But the question you just posed is the biggest question that may stand between the 49ers and a Lombardi trophy. Yeah. And I, I honestly do think that, like, right now, what we've seen is we've seen him hit a ceiling. Can he break through? Mm-hmm. Can he become that guy? Yeah. And and like, look, I think maybe Shanahan, first of all, I, I think in crunch time, I've never been super impressed with Shanahan as a play caller. I, I would almost like to see the Niners go out against Washington. Mm-hmm. Why don't you run the two-minute drill like your first three possessions? <laughs> Just full no huddle? Yeah, like no huddle. Like move the ball up and down the field. Mm-hmm. Get some practice in. Get some reps in. Mm Because that's what a lot of this is. It's that you don't have the reps because you haven't had to have the reps. Yeah, You have not been put in a situation where you need that. So maybe you need to create it in some way. and and Have it move the ball. And this time of year, they're not doing full practices either. Shanahan has said as much. Oh, yeah. Like, it's all walkthroughs this time. Well, you can't win. You know, you got bubble wrap around your left tackle. And, and you're hoping that you can keep him upright, and then your offensive line just falls apart and gets exposed for how bad you've drafted for the last five years. The injuries off in the offensive line were honestly, like big picture, the biggest takeaway for me. Oh yeah, Trent Williams is banged up. His backup is banged up. Jalen Moore has a concussion. Yep. So they're starting right tackle Colton McKivitz had to go to left tackle. Um, Aaron Banks, their starting left guard, got hurt. They had to move their starting right guard. Spencer Burford to right tackle when Trent Williams and Jalen Moore got hurt. And McK- like, it is a mess. And you could see it at the end of that game. Like the Ravens were going to tee off anyways, but I, it was j- every time Darnold dropped back, it was, 
immediately under duress. So that is something to keep an eye on. The Niners will practice today and they'll put out a participation report. But if it's like, hey, none of their offensive linemen practiced, it's a problem. Yeah, you're kind of wishing they made that trade for the six-round pit. That's for Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, the the Vikings Boy. guard that they traded. Yeah. They did sign a defensive tackle, Sebastian Joseph Day. Very good player from the Chargers. Which we talked about. Uh, we did the day he got released, yeah. yeah. He's a very good player for the Chargers. Uh, got released recently. Started 14 like games. Thing, yeah, started 30 games the last two years for them. I think he has 11 sacks, 69 and trying to do this up from memory 69 games nice 68 starts i think he has 11 sacks 21 tackles for loss he spent three years with the rams as a six-round pick and then he went to the chargers where he has been the last two seasons okay and that i mean i think it plays into a larger question about eric armstead's foot and doesn't sound good no it doesn't sound good i mean shanahan's like pretty grave about it yeah like it looks like it could be a long-term issue yeah, he's basically the last couple of weeks been like, yeah, Armstead's in the same spot. We'll see how rehab goes. Yeah, and when he's not like, oh yeah, he's day to day, or we're hoping to get him back this week, or possibly get him back this week, he's like, nope, same spot. Mm. Oof, not good. All right. ESPN thirteen twenty. What's your name? Oh, I'm Daniel. Daniel, what's going on, man? Hey guys, uh, you addressed why the Niners. Personally, I don't think they're going to see. I don't think they're going to make it out of the championship game because. Their offensive line. You're not going anywhere with Ben Barch as, you know, filling in, filling in on the line. Um, Purdy's Purdy's going to get hurt. Uh, that line is just not going to hold. You're not going to you're not going to even sniff the Super Bowl. So I I think people got to reel in those expectations. It's not the quarterback. It's not the coach. It's their lack of addressing that offensive line year after year after year, and it's finally caught up to them. Yep, no doubt. Thanks for the call, Daniel. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, man. We talked about it before the season. Talked uh, about it all last talk, year. Talked about it before last season. That's right. They, they, now don't get it twisted. This is not, when you lose, what was that, three offensive linemen? Aaron Banks, Trent Williams, Jalen Moore. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you lose three offensive linemen and you're down to Ben Barch, like there's no team in the league, in the NFL, top to bottom, pick a team that is withstanding an injury to both of their starting, uh, their left tackle and their left guard, and then their backup left tackle. Like there's just the offensive line play and depth is just not good enough. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, the 49ers are a Trent Williams injury away from being mostly inept on offense, and we've seen that time and time again. Yeah. After brought after Trent Williams went down, their passing game became everything was lateral. Just get the ball out of Purdy's hands, and you can't. You you're not gonna win football games that way. You're not gonna win a playoff game that way, much less a Super Bowl. Well, yeah, especially even if you can't, you can't even run on the left side, which is what they've done. All right. that's where they find success. It's their bread and butter is running on the left side behind Trent Williams. Yep, yep. And you're not going to find a player as good as Trent Williams in the draft. That's just not. But you can find a player more capable. Jalen Moore is fine, but the fact that the offensive line falls apart completely because of one injury to your starting left tackle. You need to have a a better plan than that. And they've had opportunities to have a better plan than that, and they just haven't. Haven't put it together. So Tough. we'll see if it comes back to bite him. Uh, Trent Williams out with a groin injury. TBD on what his status is for this week. Jalen Moore's in concussion protocol. Aaron Banks dealing with a toe injury that he's been working through since week 12. So that's a... Uh, you shot me in the pinky toe. <laughs> Kyle, Dude, this doesn't got know it. movie got references. It. I was going to say, you got it. Like we're, we're <laughs> month, going on month four of this. 
<laughs> you gotta you gotta get it. Um, that's funny. Wait, we're learning Harlem Knights, man. Harlem Knights. Um, okay. Anyways, yes, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. If you want to hop on, uh, thirteen twenty. What's your name? Hey guys, this is Matt. What's up, Matt? Um, obviously, I I last listened to you guys on Monday, and I think we were talking. You guys were talking about uh, the horrible loss, or was it Monday? I'm sorry. Whenever that Boston game was. Mm-hmm. All the days are blending Thursday. together now. Uh, yeah. Um, and, it, and, it, and it just seems like, you know, the, we continue to see this team have these, like, letdowns. This is another double-digit loss by more than 15 or whatever it is. Um, and, and, you know, you see different players have off nights. You see guys have slow shooting nights. Why do you think it is that it seems like when things have slow shooting nights, it's not just, like, one guy or two guys? It seems like it's the whole team um, that kind of struggles especially when you talk about, like, Herder, like, I mean, Jesus, the guy, he can't even make a 10-foot pull-up jumper anymore. It's just like, it, it, I don't know, he just looks like he has the yips or something at this point. Yeah. And uh, it's almost like, it's almost inexplicable because obviously we knew that they weren't going to be as prolific on offense as they were last season. It would almost be impossible to repeat those numbers. But again, you see defensively, you guys mentioned defensively, it's, it's not there. You should never be that vulnerable against that trailblazers team. There's just... There's no excuse whatsoever. Um, and one more thing, I saw a story yesterday, and they were, it was actually a video, and it was John Wall and Tyreek Evans playing one-on-one. What do you guys think? <laughs> you guys think it would be possible for the Kings to bring in someone like John Wall? I mean, Kevin Herter is just—he's not and done. And hey, we're, Matt, Matt, we're losing you. We're losing you. All right, his connection was cutting out. Yeah. Um, no on John Wall, but we got to talk about Kevin Herter. No, we do. All right, plenty more 49er stuff coming up. We've got we we. I'm I'm telling you, we're going to get into this Raiders Chiefs game. Uh, the Raiders beating the Chiefs twenty to fourteen at Arrowhead. The Chiefs are a mess, but the Raiders are suddenly a ton of fun to watch every single week. We will dive into that. But uh, Matt just brought up Matt just brought up uh, Kevin Herter. And yeah. We need to have a Kevin Herter conversation. So since Matt brought it up, that's what we'll do next. Okay. He's James. I'm Kyle. We're hanging out with you till two today on the Insiders on ESPN thirteen twenty. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 